Hey y'all, welcome to Confident Health, your guide to finding your true total body health. I'm your host, Allie, a certified fitness and nutrition coach driven to help you discover the real you and to love her even more. Each week, we'll discuss topics on fitness, nutrition, body confidence, overall general health, self-love, and just living life. I'm so excited you're here. So let's go find your confident health. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Confident Health Podcast. I'm your host, Allie, of course, coming at you solo this week. I'm wanting to chat a little bit about something that you probably don't think about when it comes to your health and fitness journey, fat loss, weight loss, muscle build, whatever it may be, and that is the role that caffeine plays in you reaching your goals, okay? It's not something that we talk a lot about, you know, not something that you hear a lot of those fitspos online talking about, but it's something that I wanted to talk about because it's been something that I've been working on for the last almost year of my own personal health fit journey and trying to figure out that balance of when I should caffeinate, what it impacts, how it affects the results that I'm getting and the results that I'm wanting. Yes, I'm on a bikini prep year, things like that. But I do truly believe that understanding this at a basic everyday level will play a huge impact on you being able to reach your goals, whether it is, you know, extreme physique looking body goals like what I have, whether it's regular everyday look good, feel good goals, you know, whatever it may be, I truly think that this is something that can help you on your journey and might give you some perspective and ideas if you are struggling in certain areas. So let's go ahead and dive in. All right. So caffeine in and of itself is not a bad thing. Like we've talked about it before on these episodes, you know, what you are putting into your body when it comes to liquids. Obviously water is more better for you and While coffee may be made with water, it is not hydrating you, okay, (laughs) for many, many different reasons. But any form of caffeine, whether it be from coffee, from tea, from energy drinks, in your pre-workout, all of those things, when you are putting caffeine into your body, it is adding in a stressor, okay? It is boosting up your metabolism, making your heart rate increase, making your body work a little bit faster because it is giving you that oomph. It is giving you that energy that you want, which is why you're drinking it, right? So when you're adding in that stressor to your body, your body is needing to work harder to process it, to produce some more energy, things like that, it can have some effects on the body. You know, it can mess with how you sleep. It can mess with how you handle other stressors such as, you know, life stressors, anxieties, um, school stress, um, you know, I'll have a whole other episode about stressors later. I'm still working on that one for you guys, but this is just about caffeine and its role in that play. So when you're drinking it, when you're consuming it, it impacts where that is. And some people may say that 
it doesn't affect them near as much, so they need more. And the reason that it doesn't affect them so much is because they have a tolerance to it. Your body adjusts to it, just like your body adjusts to the different calorie levels that you are intaking or not intaking, how much exercise you get. You know, your body adjusts and it makes changes based upon what you do on the regular, okay? So if you're regularly drinking a lot of caffeine, yes, you will build a tolerance to it and it will take more for you to feel the effects. But if you're needing to drink a lot of cups of coffee, multiple energy drinks to get through the day, you need to stop and take some analysis and think about what's going on here. Why are you needing so much caffeine? Because it may be something that you need to look at in your diet. It may be something that you need to look at in your sleep in all your stressors in general, how well are you recovering every day, in and outside of the gym, just in general recovery. Um, Because when you are drinking a lot of caffeine and you're putting that into your system, your body and your hormones will start to adjust, especially if you, first thing in the morning, you go for that caffeinated beverage, whether it's coffee, energy drink, something like that to help wake you up. When you do that, that will have impacts on your body's hormones, cortisol levels, thyroid, all of that, especially over a long extended period of time. And that's not something that we, that's not a consequence we think of when we're going through the Starbucks drive through for that daily cup of coffee, or we're throwing back that energy drink before our workouts or before that shift at work. You know, we don't think about that at the time because we just need that boost of energy, but it is truly something that you need to think about as you are going throughout the day. The timing of when you drink your caffeine, you know, like I said earlier, when you're drinking it first thing in the morning, you really need to be drinking water first thing in your morning because you have dehydrated yourself overnight. You haven't taken in any water. Your body needs that water to jumpstart all of its processes and get moving at a healthy level. I did outline all of this in a episode about water, It's been a hot minute, but I did cover this. Definitely revisit that so you can get more in-depth information on that part. But your body needs the water first. So do not be going for a cup of coffee first thing in the morning. I know that it can have that therapeutic, like wake yourself up in the morning, get your body slowly moving. But promise me, I promise you, you will feel a whole lot better if you start with water. Then a meal first, like have some food in your body before you put in the caffeine. Especially, I mean, if you're not a morning breakfast eater, you're not a first thing in the morning eater, just anything small will help with processing that caffeine. Now, how late in the day should you be drinking your caffeine? You guys, you might think you only feel the effects of the caffeine for a few hours, you know, four hours tops, but that caffeine will linger in your system for six to eight hours almost all the time, okay? Sure, if you are doing super strenuous workouts, doing things like that, it might change how quickly your body processes it because it is working harder, but in general, it will take six to eight hours for that to go through your body. So if you're drinking a cup of coffee at three... 4 p.m. in the afternoon or your energy drink to, you know, get through that workout or whatnot, that's going to be in your system till 
late in the evening. And if you're trying to wind down to go to bed to get a good night's sleep to recover for the early morning, you're kind of fucking yourself by drinking that late cup of coffee, eating that late dose of caffeine. So, you know, play around with the time window of when you are drinking your caffeine, especially if you're trying to reduce stress on your body, you're trying to get better recovery for your health and fitness goals. If you're trying to lose weight, burn more fat, your sleep recovery is super important. So you need to be making sure that you are able to wind down at the end of the night. Your brain is able to shut off, that you're going to be able to get that good quality sleep. And changing your caffeine window will help that. I have a pretty strict caffeine level. I try to avoid coffee until at least after my first meal. Sometimes it's a little bit earlier in the day, depending on what my schedule looks like. But I shoot to not have my first cup of coffee or any kind of caffeine until 9, 9.30 in the morning. Um, when you're waking up at 5 a.m., that can be really hard sometimes. Um, and if I'm up earlier than that, I adjust the window accordingly. And then I stop drinking caffeine noon one. Like one is teetering that line. If it's two and I'm contemplating it, like I better be planning to be up until midnight. I'm not even kidding you guys. Um, because I personally took a couple of years of like not drinking caffeine in any way, shape or form due to the fact that I was that person that would be pounding energy drinks late at night and being able to go to sleep within a couple of hours because I had messed up with a whole bunch of things inside me. My tolerance was all jacked up, all of these other things. I don't want to know what damage I did to my body and my hormones when I was in college and I didn't know any better. But I have learned and here's why you're listening so that you can learn as well. You know, I took a long time of drinking little to no caffeine for years before I started getting back into coffee, getting more into energy drinks things like that. And even now I still do it in moderation. A lot of those super sugary ones cause other issues, but I digress. I have developed a better, a lower tolerance for caffeine. You know, it affects me a lot differently than it probably does you, but that's because I've put in the work. When I have a cup of coffee, it's going to last me a lot longer. It's going to give me the effects that I want And oftentimes, instead of going to a cup of coffee or an energy drink for my energy, I'll look for a more natural, like, food source to give me energy to help push me through those plateaus versus going for that drink that will keep me up later while the food will not. Um, So I, I challenge and I encourage you to kind of play around with that. Depending on what your goals are and depending on what you are trying to change, it can kind of dictate how you need to do this. What your life requirements, expectance, like your work shifts, things like that, that also plays a role into it. So it's whatever works best for you. But if you've been struggling with getting good quality sleep, feeling really anxious, not seeing the results on the scale that you want to, um, especially, especially the scale, because you guys, caffeine is an appetite suppressant, okay? It will make you think that you are not full, that you are full, that you are not hungry. It will change your hunger cues. And if you're starting off your morning with a cup of coffee, you're probably not going to want breakfast. And therefore, you're opening up that window of you've not consumed food for a longer period of time. And yes, intermittent fasting is a thing. 
we'll address that on another day as well. But that means when you get to those times when you do eat, you're probably eating a lot more than if you would have had that first meal. So pay attention more to how your body feels. You know, try going without caffeine or try cutting back on caffeine and see how your sleep improves. See how your energy levels throughout the day actually improve as you substitute healthier things like better food choices, things like that. No, it's not the first thing that I would say to do if you are on a health and fitness journey, but if you have been struggling and not seeing the results and you're trying to get better sleep, you've been feeling really anxious, you know, things like that, look at your caffeine intake and then analyze where you maybe can make some changes. Could you start with drinking more water earlier in the day versus going for the cup of coffee? Could you try, you know, not drinking the caffeine after a certain point? Maybe substitute your pre-workout for a stem-free pre-workout if you're an evening workout person. Yes, it will still give you that like oomph you want for the gym without the caffeine. I promise you, you'll still, you can still get motivation from just the thought of, oh my God, there's a spider. Sorry. (laughs) There's a spider walking across my computer right now and I'm trying not to freak out. Um, anyway, where was I? (laughs) So just play around with it. See what results you can yield. Set with two weeks, okay? Set a two-week goal of I'm going to not have caffeine after a certain point, or I'm going to only have so many cups of coffee or whatever feels good for you. Set that goal and do it for two weeks and see what happens. If you're looking for more catered to you advice, reach out to me in the DMs, you know, at Allie Williamson Fit on Instagram, and I will help coach you and give you some actionable tips for you specifically in your journey and see what will work best for you. It's not a one size fits all like everything else, but I do think that looking at how caffeine can impact how you feel and how you get results and how you recover is super important and something that I think we need to talk about a little bit more. Guys, I'm so, again, so thankful that you are here listening and joining me every single week. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe or follow the podcast so you can get every episode every Monday when it is released. Um, If you are looking for, like I said, specific one-on-one actionable tips, reach out to me on Instagram. I have spots open for one-on-one coaching as well in fitness and nutrition, both whatever you need for your journey. Links are all in the show notes. You guys, I can't wait to see where you guys go in your journey. I hope that you can take this and find ways to change your mind about caffeine and your health and maybe make some improvements to get better results and feel better in your skin. Until next time, bye. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Confident Health. If you love this episode, be sure to share with a friend. Just screenshot, post to Instagram, and tag me at Allie Williamson Fit. So be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss another episode. Chat soon.